Welcome to the journey through Luke and Acts, where every day we set aside space in our lives to experience God's Word. Each reading will help you understand the context and meaning of this first century text and reveal how it can shape our lives today. Together, we'll journey through the life and ministry of Jesus, as well as the formative years of the early church. Let's get started with today's reading. Day 14, Luke chapter 17, verse 1 through chapter 18, verse 8. Faith of a Foreigner Jesus said to his disciples, Things that cause people to stumble are bound to come, but woe to anyone through whom they come. It would be better for them to be thrown into the sea with a millstone tied around their neck than to cause one of these little ones to stumble. So watch yourselves. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them. And if they repent, forgive them. Even if they sin against you seven times in a day, and seven times come back to you saying, I repent, you must forgive them. The apostle said to the Lord, Increase our faith. He replied, If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. Suppose one of you has a servant plowing or looking after the sheep. Will he say to the servant when he comes in from the field, Come along now and sit down to eat? Won't he rather say, Prepare my supper, get yourself ready and wait on me while I eat and drink? After that you may eat and drink. Will he thank the servant because he did what he was told to do? So, you also, when you have done everything you were told to do, should say, We are unworthy servants. We have only done our duty. Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go. Your faith has made you well. Once, on being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, Jesus replied, The coming of the kingdom of God is not something that can be observed, nor will people say, Here it is, or there it is, because the kingdom of God is in your midst. Then he said to his disciples, The time is coming when you will long to see one of the days of the Son of Man, but you will not see it. People will tell you, there he is, or here he is. Do not go running off after them. For the Son of Man in his day will be like the lightning, which flashes and lights up the sky from one end to the other. But first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. Just as it was in the days of Noah, so also will it be in the days of the Son of Man. People were eating, drinking, marrying, and being given in marriage up to the day Noah entered the ark. Then the flood came and destroyed them all. 
It was the same in the days of Lot. People were eating and drinking, buying and selling, planting and building. But the day Lot left Sodom, fire and sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. It will be just like this on the day the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, no one who is on the housetop with possessions inside should go down to get them. Likewise, no one in the field should go back for anything. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever tries to keep their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life will preserve it. I tell you, on that night, two people will be in one bed, one will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding grain together, one will be taken and the other left. Where, Lord? they asked. He replied, Where there is a dead body, there the vultures will gather. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. He said, In a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, Grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused, but finally he said to himself, Even though I don't fear God or care what people think, Yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice, so that she won't eventually come and attack me. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, Will he find faith on the earth? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Luke chapter 17, verse 18. In Jesus' day, a number of inscriptions were carved around the Jerusalem Temple District that banned non-Jews from worshiping in the inner temple courts. Foreigners, as they were called in these inscriptions, could worship in their own part of the temple. They were, however, restricted from entering into the inner courts. Interestingly, the word translated as foreigners in these inscriptions appears only once in the New Testament, but in a striking way. When Jesus healed the ten lepers and only one returned to praise and thank him, that man was explicitly identified by Jesus as a foreigner. The irony here is rich. A man who would have been kept from praising God at the temple was the only one who praised and thanked Jesus. As a result of this exceptional act of gratitude, this man was not only healed, he was saved. This story reminds us of a recurring theme in Luke. God will never force people to accept his invitation. All people, no matter their background, race, or social position, are welcome to come near and worship God. Reflection Questions Faith is powerful, even in small quantities. On day 12, we talked about the significance of the mustard seed. What does the analogy of the mustard seed mean to you in chapter 17, verse 6? Is there a time when you had faith as small as a mustard seed and you saw God move powerfully? The second coming of Christ is not something we often talk about. However, Jesus prepares us for his second coming and tells us to always be ready. 
In today's world, there are some who claim to be able to predict the time of Christ's return. How does Jesus caution his disciples in this situation? In Luke chapter 17, verses 26 through 29, Jesus says that there will be no clear-cut warning signs that signal the end. How does that change the way you live each day? Thank you for joining us today for the journey through Luke and Acts. Be sure to share your journey experience on social media with the hashtag WillowJourney. If you have questions or want to visit a Willow Creek location on a weekend, check out willowcreek.org.